Hello, all my friends out there in podcast land. This is Andrea Epolito, and this is a quick, unscheduled podcast, but aren't they all? Um, and it may not be that quick, actually. So I am packing, getting ready to head off to the Engage Luxury Wedding Summit in Banff, Canada, and I'm laying out my outfits and going through my list, making sure that I have everything I need. And it really has given me some time, now that the house is quiet, to reflect on kind of my history with travel and the amount of travel that I have been really fortunate to do over the last couple of years and the way that it has impacted my life. So I wanted to kind of just talk about it a little bit. When I was younger, I was really fortunate in that my family and my parents specifically took on the idea that they didn't go places without their kids. So wherever it was, whether it was a trip into Manhattan or St. Martin, whether it was California or Florida, my parents weren't those people that like went off by themselves. They always included us in their trips. And so that was fantastic because it gave me the sense that there was a whole lot of world to see. And it also kind of gave me permission to feel like I could absolutely go and see it. I could absolutely take part of it and that the world and all of these places were there for me. I wasn't somebody who was afraid of travel. I didn't look at it as kind of a pain in the ass or any drama. It was just something that we did. And we didn't really travel far and wide. A lot of times we stayed very much kind of within a small radius close to where we lived. But it was nice because I got to do it and I got to see different places and meet different people and it really enlarged my view of the world when I came from Long Island, which you know is not as metropolitan as Manhattan is, but it showed me that there was so much out there to see and it really engaged me in the process. Um, as I got a little bit older and I went to UNLV, the hospitality program has this amazing opportunity for students to get out and see the world and earn college credit. So I was able to travel throughout Mexico and Belize and the Caribbean. I was able to go up and live in Yellowstone National Park, kind of between Montana and Wyoming in that area. And I was able to learn about cruise ship management, hospitality management, international travel, managing a resort, managing a park. And it gave me this, first of all, it gave me an opportunity to really form relationships that 20 years later, I'm so lucky to still have. It let me go places and meet people and engage with people that live totally different lives than I did. And um, you know, in the wake of tragedies with people like Anthony Bourdain, I think that we're all kind of focused a little bit more on getting out and seeing the world, letting the world impact you, and then seeing how you can be of service and how you can impact the world at large. So my late teens and early 20s were in and out of suitcases, in and out of different environments, and I just had the greatest time that I possibly could have. And if I have any regrets from that time, it's that I had the opportunity to go and do a tour of Europe and a tour of Australia. And I didn't take them because I was so focused on kind of working and, and you know being a worker bee at that point in my life and really trying to establish who I was at 19, 20, 21, which when I think about it now is crazy. Um, but you know, no regrets. Those places are still there and I'll be able to go and enjoy them just with a different perspective now. So 
I was grounded for a few years here at home, taking care of family, dealing with small people, taking care of my parents. And it's really been in the last, I'd say, three years that I dusted off my passport and I started traveling again. A lot of that travel was motivated by work and by the community of creatives that I get to deal with. It was very much rooted in the desire to educate myself and expand not only my personal horizons, but my brand. The Engage conference was spectacular for that because it gave me a chance to do education and all grown up adult size camp and to be with my favorite people, not just my favorite people in the industry, but my favorite people like on the planet outside of Uh, my husband, my children, and my immediate family, I don't think that my relationships are stronger anywhere in the world with any other people than it is with my engaged family. If you're part of the wedding community and you're not following the hashtag because of engaged, you need to jump on it. It is such a unique way of getting to know other people who do what you do, learning and growing and finding colleagues. It's very much community over competition. And once while I'm in Banff, I'll probably jump on here and do a little bit of talking. You might even get to hear from some of the people that I'm up there playing with. But for right now, I'll just say that going back to engage and kind of getting to be a part of that community really reignited my love of travel. And in the last couple of years, I have zigzagged throughout the hemisphere. I have been in New York. I've been in Grand Cayman. I've been in Mexico. I've been in Mexico again. I've been in Florida, Canada, just kind of all throughout the country and the world. And then at the same time, I managed to take a consulting opportunity that had me going from Las Vegas to the Napa Valley area every month. Every three weeks, I was going back and forth, back and forth, helping to rebrand a vineyard and educate them on how to sell and manage luxury weddings. So with with all of this happening, I had to find a way to still be a wife and still be a mommy. And the best thing that I knew how to do was to mimic what my parents did, which was to say to my husband and my kids, okay, I'm going on the road. You and the small people are coming with me. And for for that, getting to see it on the opposite side, um, you know, I I don't have memories of the process from when I was little, just of the fun. But now to be the parent and being able to help my children pack, help them prepare for where they're going, for what they're going to be doing, for the people that they're going to meet and the things that they're going to see, that has been so incredibly enriching for me. And now I have these small people who very much feel like the world is theirs, who not only look forward to our trips, but who kind of get out. I have a globe sitting in our den that it's it's like this beautiful, beautiful gold and like mother of pearl globe that I had bought for my father right before he had his first open heart surgery. And my son likes to spin it. And he'll stop at any point on it. And he'll say, teach me about, you know, Italy, teach me about Amsterdam, teach me about New Zealand. And so we kind of go and we get to learn a little bit about it. And I, I love what it's done for our family, but it also really made me think about what travel does for all of us and what the potential of travel to impact your life is. And I think a lot of times my first inclination when I'm doing a podcast or when I'm doing something like this is to say, how can this be of service to the person listening? Like, why do they want to hear about this? Why do they care? Do they care? Like, have you, have you turned off by now? 
Have you? You still there? Okay, good. Um, but I mean, the, the reality is you're not listening to this for me. You're listening to this for you. And so I started thinking, you know, what are all of the things that people on the road should be looking for or should be getting? Or better yet, if you aren't in a place where you're getting to travel a whole bit, and if you're trying to plan a trip and you're trying to find a way to kind of put travel back into your life, and you're maybe you're trying to sell yourself on it, here are some of the things that I have found that travel has brought to my life, to my business, to my family, and that I absolutely 100% believe it's going to bring to yours. We'll start with the work mindset because I think that's where most of us live. It's our headspace right now. And I truly believe that traveling helps you develop creativity and original thought in a way that almost nothing else does because it takes the mundane, it takes the average, and it takes the things that you are used to every single day and it completely spins them on their head. Because when you experience something normal in a completely new environment, you get to experience in a sensory way, almost like it's the first time. So whether it's something as simple as me getting poached eggs, but I'm getting them in Jamaica, where I just was with Brian Worley and a whole group of great people, but the way that they were presented, the way that they looked, the plateware, the smells, the sounds, everything about that was so different than when I'm just poaching eggs in my kitchen. That whole thing kind of made me rethink how you can serve breakfast. If I'm walking around and I notice the way that people are dressed and I think, God, they look so comfy. Like they look really, really comfortable and still polished. I can bring those things back to how I dress in my sweltering heat of 107, 108 degrees, 112 degrees here in Las Vegas. So when you as a person go out there into the world and you're outside of your comfort zone, your mind just naturally kind of creates these new synapses. There's all of these new, very neutral connections that happen because you're in a new neutral environment. You have absolutely no former connection to this place. You don't have any preconceived notions. You don't have any past or any memories that are muddling it up. And so your brain has really like this blank canvas. And so it's able to trigger original thought, creative thought, and you can kind of take those things. For me, I always have my phone, Obvi. We all have our phone with us everywhere we go. But I also always carry a notepad or a notebook. Right now, I'm carrying this really kind of large but fantastic Louis Vuitton GM agenda. And I have places where I can make notes. I have places where I can hold papers. I have places where I can stick receipts. And I'm able to kind of catalog my journeys in a way that's tactile, that I'm not going to accidentally delete and that's visceral so that I can hold it. And when I get home back to my regular everyday life, I can go back through those and I can find ways to apply the music, the sights, the sounds, not just to my life, but to my business. I might hear a song that all of a sudden makes me think, you know what, that would be cool at this wedding. Or maybe I see a market fair and go, hey, what if we created a market fair for the cocktail hour or for the rehearsal dinner if we're doing something destination-based? Like what if everyone kind of gets to shop and to do something cool and it's interactive? Those little moments you simply can't get when you're at home. So if you are debating going out on the road or if you are planning for a trip, 
absolutely set up a little place to take notes and just take a minute to be mindful. Notice the things that you're seeing. Notice the things that you're hearing and smelling and tasting. And if any of them jump out at you as being new or being a new way to live, jot those down. And later on, when you come back to it, it'll be a great trigger and it'll help you come up with things to do in your regular everyday life. So I think that creativity is one of the first things, um, which leads really into social and communication skills, because you are in a place where even if you speak the language, if you're, if you're traveling domestically, and you're, you know, three states over or across the country, you're still dealing with people who look at the world in a different way than you do, who have different attitudes, who have different opinions, who may or may not have different slang. Better yet, if you're going to another country, even an English-speaking country like Canada, they communicate so differently than we do here in the States. And so the ability to go out and be submerged in a society that is unlike your own really and truly will sharpen your social skills. It'll sharpen your communication skills because you are forced to interact with and kind of come to a consensus with people who don't look, think, or speak like you do. And even if you think that that's very broad, and it is, just the process of doing that kind of leads you to better skills when you come home. You're able to communicate yourself and your own feelings more clearly and more quickly because you get practice doing that on the road. I think that it also really teaches you how to communicate in nonverbal ways, whether it's with hand gestures or body language or nods. When you're in another environment where people don't speak the way you do, you have to use all of your physicality and your entire body to communicate with and to them. So for me, I love the benefit that travel brings for myself, for my team, for my kids, because it encourages all of us to move beyond our language and communicate with people in a way that perhaps isn't expected. And that really leads to broadening your horizons in general. I believe it was Mark Twain who said that traveling is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness. And when you, when you go out and you meet people who aren't like you, and all of a sudden they're not those people or these people, you can't clump them into a just kind of small, tiny little box. It's not Puerto Ricans. It's not Canadians. It's not Italians. It's not Africans. It's not West Indians. It's not any of those things. It's not Irish. It's just people because you're there and you're sharing air with them and you're sharing space with them and you're talking to them. And all of a sudden, it isn't you and your people up against them and their people. It's just two people in a store or walking to a hotel room or in a cab. And it's the absolute best way, I think, to break down barriers and to break down misconceptions. I think that when you're out on the road and you really and truly get to talk to people, and I always try to talk to people that aren't kind of hospitality driven, like that aren't being forced and paid to be nice to me, but just people that are out there. Because when you do that, I think you learn that overall, people are the same. The things that they care about are the same. They love their families. They care about their friends. They're trying to find a way to be safe, to be warm, to be well-fed. They want to provide for 
their community, and they just want to find a way to be happy. Now, we discussed this kind of last podcast. We all have different interpretations of what it means to be happy or how you get to be happy and the things that, that matter to you. But at, a, at the very, very base level, we all want the same thing. We all want to be good people. We all want to take care of our families in a way that we believe makes the most sense. We all want to honor our community. And when you get out there in the world, it's impossible to hate somebody or to be disrespectful when you realize that they might not believe the way that you believe, but their motivation is the same. So the the travel for broadening your horizons is extraordinary. And so when you get out there, take a walk, like outside. Talk to people on a one-on-one, like laid back, casual basis. Talk to your server, talk to the bartender, ask real questions about their life, not just about the property that you're staying at. It'll do so much to kind of give you a broader worldview and I think ultimately make you a little bit of a softer person. Um, At the same time, travel, I believe, it's, how's the best way to say this? When you are out there, and you're talking to these people, and sometimes you're going to agree, and sometimes you're not, you're going to use those communication skills that we talked about to have these conversations, to learn about them, to broaden your horizons. And when you leave, and when you come home, I think it gives you so much more confidence, just as the fact that you have a peace of mind, and you have the confidence because you know that you have developed the ability to see things differently. You know that you've developed the ability to communicate. You know that you can come back and you now have the skills to have hard conversations. You have skills in a community that you may not be familiar with. You've be able you've been able to think of new things. You've broadened your kind of global outlook. And that can't do anything but help your confidence because all of a sudden you're able to see everybody that you deal with on a day-to-day basis in a totally different manner. You're able, I think, to be a little bit more empathetic when you see somebody coming at you with something and you've now seen the world. If you remember that baseline of people are all motivated by the same things, their, their beliefs are different, But I think it'll help you be more confident when dealing with somebody because it triggers that memory of we're all trying to get to the same place and we all want the same thing. We just have a different way of getting there. So your social skills and your empathy and your new worldview really give you the confidence to put yourself in hard situations and to navigate them really, really, really well. And that goes to real life education. I mean, it's you're meeting people with vastly different cultures, religious beliefs, food, music, lifestyle, living conditions. Everybody is bringing something new to the table. And the things that I learned living in Yellowstone National Park, I never could have learned living in New York or L.A., or even Vegas. I mean, I got to call in to work because bison were crossing in front of my apartment. And they tell you like when the bison are crossing, you can't go outside. In my life, I never thought that I would be calling in and I was like, yeah, there's like buffalo outside. And having a boss who was like, totally cool, stay home. I mean, that's that kind of thing is a real life education that I simply couldn't get anywhere else, going out and visiting all of these other places, talking to other people, getting lost in a city 
where I didn't know anyone pre-navigation, you know, when I was 19 years old and I was in California and I took a wrong term somewhere, the education and the problem solving of how do I get back? Who do I ask for help? How do I ask for help? Is this place safe? Do I feel safe? Can I stop at this hotel? All of those real life skills and real life educational moments, I never could have gotten out of a book. And so when you travel, when you encourage your team to travel, when you encourage your children to travel, you are teaching them things that no internet, no tablet, no telephone could ever give them. And at the same time, you are creating memories that last truly, I mean, a lifetime. And it bonds you. It, it, when you share memories and you share experience, it bonds you to the people that you are with. And it's great to have photos and it's great to be sharing on social media. And I think that those, I mean, obviously I love social, I love the communication aspect, but just the act of being able to look at somebody and say, remember when, one of my favorite memories on the road was when we were all in Palm Beach, Florida, and we were at the breakers and it was right after the pulse shooting, which was horrific and devastating and really impacted not only the community, but impacted me because it's a community that I'm part of. And we were all, I mean, it was, it was the most beautiful resort. It was the most extraordinary food. It was the greatest level of decor. It was the best entertainment. And yet a lot of us felt this really heaviness and this cloud. And to this day, the most extraordinary ballroom I've ever been in with the most amazing decor. And we're all kind of sitting there and the band comes out and they're playing. And this is like, you know, pre-dinner music where you're all supposed to be chit-chatting and just talking amongst yourselves. And the band plays Season of Love from Rent. And it was almost instantaneous that 300 plus of us got up and were on the dance floor. And people are holding each other and they're swaying and we're singing at the top of our lungs. And you can tell that this was not a stage. Like the band didn't know what to do. They were actually kind of taken aback, but some people were laughing. Some people had tears in their eyes. The band was visibly moved to the point where afterwards they were like, okay, folks, like we don't know how this just happened, but we're not opening the dance floor yet. Like you have to go back to your seats, but it elevated the community spirit. And three years later, when somebody mentions that night, I go back to that moment. And when I'm asked to post about my favorite moment on the road, that's the one I always go back to. And there are always people who comment. There are always people who rec- who, me- the, who mention, like, there was a photo taken me of that, or I was standing next to so-and-so, and this is what we did. And that bonding experience, that lifelong memory, is never, ever, ever going to go away. And it connects me with people and places and things that I would never be connected to in my own home, in my own state. So these, I mean, these are the the biggest things. I mean, go out there, create these amazing memories, have fun. I mean, you can, whether I went with my kids to Candytopia in Santa Monica and you spend all this money and you kind of go like from room to room to room through a different level of, you know, a Willy Wonka inspired setup and you're able to like 
touch things and smell things and they have artwork made out of candy and rooms where you're able to like play with big huge balls and in the end you can jump into like this enormous marshmallow pit and it's so fun and it's Instagram heaven and if you are into the boomerang I mean you can boomerang your life away in there it is just it's so gorgeous and my kids were like (gasps) like they're kids they were like this is the coolest thing ever And for 45 minutes during the tour, I didn't have anyone looking at me. I didn't have anyone judging me. I wasn't judging myself. I was just purely in the moment looking at the face of these two beautiful little people and playing with candy and with bouncy balls and on swings and with big fake cheetahs and jumping in fake marshmallows. And it was such a great time. And when you are traveling and you are out there, you don't care about anything else. You can suspend reality for a little while and you can just break free and have a truly good time. These are moments of like levity and light and laughter that you can't get at home when laundry needs to be done and dinner needs to be made and there are dishes in the sink, although dishes are never in my sink because I clean those little fuckers immediately because I can't have them cluttering my life. But in all seriousness, like you get to go and just have a good time. And I really and truly believe that, you know, traveling and getting outside of your norm, this is the best way for you to get to know yourself. I mean, you'll be stuck in situations that you would not normally be stuck in. You can find yourself in really cool situations. You can fall in love and have an affair on the road, not an affair like married, like an affair to remember where you're just out there and you meet someone and you have this amazing visceral connection to them. And it's three of the most beautiful days of your life. You can get over a heartbreak. You can get over being sick. You can sit quietly in a room where there's none of your day-to-day nonsense and you can think, which is fantastic. Just the ability to be quiet with your own self and your own thoughts and to think. You can review your history. You can look forward to your future. I mean, packing your bags and getting out there helps you get to know yourself in such a really deep, personal way. And at the end of the day, there is absolute, there's no way that it doesn't change you. There is, there's no way that you don't improve your social skills, that you don't come up with new creative thoughts, that you haven't broadened your view of the world, that you're, you're not more tolerant for just uncertainty. I mean, things don't go as planned, whether it's your car service not being there or customs being a hot mess or, you know, the shower breaking. I mean, you you get into these situations and you just kind of roll with them. You'll come back so much more confident. You have so much more education. All of these beautiful, beautiful memories of these beautiful, fun times. You're going to know yourself in such a different way. And all of those things can only help your business. But beyond that, they can only help you be a better person, a more well-rounded person. I hope that you are able to pack a bag. And even if it's a staycation, even if it's in your own city, just change your perspective, change your point of view, do something different, meet people that you normally wouldn't meet. I can tell you that in Jamaica, I had the best time ever kind of just going boating and we didn't even get in the water just a bunch of us sitting down on a boat watching, you know, a bunch of 20-year-olds do the drunken college thing, realizing how old some of us were, but also realizing that 
there's such a time and a place for that minute in your life. But now as somebody who's, you know, married, who has children, who has a business, my version of fun is transformed into something different, but it can coexist side by side next to those people. Going to New York and walking into, you know, the New York Public Library for an event like the Not Gala and seeing lighting and tasting different foods and walking a red carpet, going to LA and not only jumping into the ocean, but jumping into a vat of marshmallows. All of these things I kind of catalog in my brain. I catalog them in my agenda. I catalog them in my phone. And when I feel stuck, when I am in a rut, when I feel like I can't move past a person or a problem or a thing, I really and truly do go back to those things. I read an old diary entry. I look at old pictures and it takes me back to a different time and a different place. And all of a sudden, those new kind of original neutral thoughts and synapses that happened in my brains, the ones that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, they come back. And it helps me move through the day-to-day in a way that maybe I, I wouldn't be as good at doing if I hadn't gotten out and I hadn't had those experiences. So whoever you are, wherever you are, pack your bags, book a trip, go somewhere, talk to someone new, do something, see the world through a new set of eyes. It will never hurt you. I am packing. I am heading to Banff. I am so excited. All my engaged people, you guys are the family that I have built for myself. You are the family that is beyond blood. And for an Italian bird like me, that is saying a lot. So I cannot wait to see you all. I hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast. I'm getting better at jumping on and just kind of spitballing, I hope. If there's a topic that you want to hear about, if there's something that you want to talk about, please write me, DM me, get in touch. I love, There's. I will tell you this, I got a note today from a student on LinkedIn who said how much she loved my podcast and that it was helping her develop her own voice professionally, made my day in a way that I don't know that anything else could have because it let me know that you guys are out there, you're in the void, you're listening, you're thinking, and you're engaging back with me, and I couldn't ask for anything more. So thank you, thank you, thank you, my friends. I will talk to you all soon. Have a beautiful weekend and happy Father's Day to all the men out there, Um, none more so than my father, who is my hero, and my husband, who is hands down the absolute greatest love of my life. I married up. He is a beautiful, wonderful man, and I do not deserve him, but I try every day to be deserving of him. So thank you guys. Miss you all over the weekend while I'm traveling, but I will talk to you from Canada soon. Have a great week. Bye.